Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello and welcome, lovely listeners, to the Anfield Index Podcast 26, and I'm Trev Downey, podcasting to you from the OCD-triggering mess of my under-construction study here in beautiful rural Ireland, and I'm joined, as ever, by Whitechapel Society, Nabob, Carl Kopak, and the gag-standing dining companion, and I think sycophant, that is Cam Branch, while in the background, Guy Drinkle is watching cartoons and judging us. And probably you, listener. Now, to start the show this week, I was just telling the lads, I didn't come across a video or any sort of audio content that made me giggle for the entire week, to be perfectly honest. And I kind of wanted to give you a giggle at the start of the show. That's the whole point. So I went and had a look for some, you know, one-liner jokes. And then I thought, I can't really do it. It's going to sound like a, a set. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to do five of them. Just five. And if you thoroughly, thoroughly hate this feature, it will never come back again. And we can judge by the reactions of Messrs. Kopak and Branch whether these things landed or not, I think. So here we go then. Uh, A series of one-liner jokes for you. I hate Russian dolls. They're so full of themselves. Good God. No? No? Okay. It's going to get better, let's think of it this way. It's, it may not. <clears throat> right. My wife and I were happy for 20 years, and then we met. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd love that, Princey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, next one. People say I'm condescending. That means I talk down to people. Barry Cryer. I quite like that. Yeah, Is that Barry actually Cryer, Barry Cryer? No, it's actually Barry Cryer quoting Stephen Fry. It's slightly different. Apparently, someone up to Stephen Fry at a party once and said, I find you really patronising. And he went, no, no, no. Let me tell you what patronising means. Oh, right. Okay. So it's got echoes of it, but not it. Yes. Uh, here's another one. This is another one for you, Cam. My wife told me to stop impersonating a flamingo. I had to put my foot down. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm more disappointed in Cam than I am with you. For this, <laughs> uh, okay, and last one. Uh, last one. I'm going to find it. Yeah, okay. Uh, a bear walks into a bar and says, uh, give me a whiskey and a cola. Why the big pause? Asked the bartender. Get get out. Uh, <laughs> if, if anyone stops listening now, they completely have my sympathy. Uh, look i deliberately made them as bad as possible so that you guys can sound better by comparison i'm I'm always thinking of you so carl what's your opening thought for the day what is better than that um i've actually got two uh what's happened this week i've been i've been thinking about writing because i'm in between books at home and um 
I'm just about to take on a new Ten Weeks in Whitechapel series, which needs some research. And uh, and obviously, as as you, if you speak to any writer, they'll say that what they want more than anything else is to get better, because um, writing is a muscle, and the, the more you use it, the better you get. Um, so I've got two quotes. The first one's from Octavia E. Butler, which I really like. Is you don't start out writing good stuff. You start out writing crap and thinking it's good stuff. And then gradually you get better at it. That's why I say the most valuable traits is persistence. But the second quote I've got is just two lines from G. Do we said on G, G, Jodine um, Picol? We think that's how we pronounce her name. Um, it's not him, is it? Oh, God. No, 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 it's not. It's her. Okay. And it's this. And this is just absolutely brilliant for anyone who says, I want to start writing. What do I do? It's this. You can always edit a bad page. You can't edit a blank page. Good that. Very true. Mm. Very, very true. It is good that, um, you know, uh, I, I was kind of struck by that idea that you're saying there, basically, you know, uh, about about it being a muscle. Because as you well know, when you put together the um, Some Green Grass and a Ball blog, I hadn't written for about a year, year and a half. And I found myself incredibly rusty. That said... I do think I wrote in a different way when I came back and I don't think it was necessarily worse. I kind of enjoyed that break and it, it actually, it was kind of invigorating to come back to it. If that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? You become a bit freer. I yeah, think because, if, if you because, write daily, you just think I'm just doing the same thing. All, all that's exactly, that's exactly it. When you're doing like four columns a week, which I was doing for years, I think yeah. that's, yeah, I think it's an interesting one. The, the, the break helped me in that, in that case. Yeah. Yeah. But quite a, a nice couple of bits of, of, uh, of, uh, wisdom there for people around, around the holiday. Cam, what about yourself? I know you've just been out, um, scoffing with, um, with big, the, the big man with Mr. Tandon. Um, yeah, what, yeah. what did what did you eat? Can I say what I love about this book? Anyone that else, I thought you'd go for some elaborate Indian meal I've never heard of. And oh, my God, you both let me down. <laughs> and yet, and yet, what was it? Uh, gags out of pizza. I had a burger. <laughs> that is disgraceful. A pizza and a what? A burger? I had a burger, yeah. A nice British beef burger. Which is a, kind of a rarity for you, because you don't eat a huge amount of meat. <laughs> Sorry. It's nice to have a... A bit of jump once in a blue moon, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And what are your what are your um what are your open thoughts for the day? Well, well I've I've got a, a really bad joke to start with, and then I've got a little uh, a one line quote. So, um, how many apples grow on a tree? Go on. All of them. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Have I walked into the right podcast? <laughs> I thought you'd like that, Trev. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, go on. (laughs) (laughs) My my opening quote is, um, in this life, all that I have is my word and my balls, and I do not break them for nobody. Yes. Now we're talking. Now the show has begun. Carl, you know who that is, right? No. That is Tony Montana, isn't it? Oh, is it? Okay. No. It is. No, it's not. Oh, okay. Well, it's either Tony Montana or Tony Monero. No, it uh, mate, it is. Oh, uh, that exact line is in is in Scarface. I know it. Well, it, because, it might be in Scarface, but it was originally said by by. Well, the reason I thought of this person was because I was thinking of the Valentine's Day massacre. Ah, okay, okay. So it was Mr. Al Capone. 
Al Capone. Ah, Jesus! I suppose it's actually it's, possible. It's, 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 it's based on him, isn't it? I suppose so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's it's actually there is a connection where you were going. Definitely, I think that line actually is in the Untouchables as well. Um, that exact line, I think, could be in the Untouchables. Yeah, possibly. Although I'm I'm a bit ropey on on things like that today. Um, <clears throat> clearly, um, showed errors of judgment both with my joke choice. <laughs> and, and my no, Two of your jokes were brilliant. I love that. Uh, listen, yeah, it, it, it was... <laughs> they it was, me. It was an me. experiment, bro. Uh, Carl, you, you were at the game at the weekend um, where um, I have to say, all I all I said in advance of that game was, the only thing I want is a dominant performance 2-0, um, as in a win to nil. Um, I don't care what the score is. I'd like it to be quite a few. I just want us to batter them. Um and they did exactly that. Um, I want you to talk briefly about it, but also what I'd like to lean into um, with both of you is this thing that happened the very next day where people couldn't even really allow themselves a full 24 hours of joy uh, having seen our team blitz uh, an opponent after a couple of wobbly weeks uh, because Manchester City did some things, so that means we all have to worry or something. I couldn't understand it. I, I still don't. I, 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 I really struggle with this a lot. But anyway, the Reds themselves, uh, enjoyable, no doubt, was it? Imperious. Yeah, absolutely. They were, uh, the crowd was up for it immediately. Lots of been made of that, and rightly so. Um, uh, it was the best you'll ever walk alone at Anfield for a while. Definitely for a, for a league game. You know, you expected a big European night, but that was a really good you'll never walk alone. Um, apart from me, I didn't join in in the first verse, obviously. Um, um, hence, hence, hence the victory. Um, and, um, yeah, we, we, we were just good all over the park, really. Everything was good. I thought, um, I actually thought Joel Matthew did very well, to be honest. Um, I, I try to do this because it's obvious to look at Salah and, you know, and, uh, um, Salah and, and, you know, and Sadio and people like that because they always get the plaudits. But I thought Joel Matthew, because he, he let, he had one mistake. He let the ball bounce in front of him and, and recovered well. Um, so, but, you know, but it's when players like that step up because you expect it from Wijnaldum, who was just, just fantastic. He, he's basically Liverpool's best midfielder. He just is. Um, Fabinho was fantastic, I thought. Um, probably my man of the match because um, Genie didn't stay on. But no, it, it was just back to winning ways. Everything just sort of clicked. And the only problem is we didn't get seven um, because we just absolutely walked around them. And I thought Eddie, Eddie Howe said they were still in the game. And he must have had another game on his phone or something. <laughs> He's probably playing FIFA or something on his phone. But um, yeah, I just thought we, it was just—it was exactly what we needed. And, to be, uh, to, and the next game was was irrelevant. To be, fa- to, to be fair to Eddie, um, he he was one of the few voices who didn't entirely acknowledge what was an absolute pasting. Um, you know, uh, you had people like Ryan Fraser coming out and saying, oh, Jesus Christ, that was that was impressive and the fans yeah. are incredible. You had Steve Cook doing exactly the same, to- totally blown away by the atmosphere, which, uh, give credit to the people in the ground on the day, was bloody fantastic. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's important to say that because it's all too easy to have a grumble when it's quiet and there's, it's echoey and anxiety has crept in. But, you know, the the crowd responded from minute one. There was barely any kind of downtime at all. It was constant. It was loud. It was aggressive. I, I enjoyed the hell out of it, even on a crap stream. I thought it was fantastic. It must have been nice to be part of that, Carl. Even there's, there's little things as well, which um, I appreciate not everyone will get the reference to this. There's a little block in the corner of the um, of the Kemlin, now Ken, Kenny Dalglish stand, 
um, which sort of juts into the Amphrey Road end. And and if you were in that little bit, well done to you, because you, you were doing songs on your own. Just one block was just singing their own songs on their own. And I, and I loved that. I just thought that was really, really nice. Yeah, what what things like that yeah, yeah, well, I remember, I also remember, you, you must remember this, Cam, when we were in, in younger days, that in, in big games, when um, when the main stand would start singing and the cop would go quiet just to go, what the hell's going on over there? The main stand's yeah. singing. Yeah. You know, it was just like that. It was just really good. Yeah, I, I, you, you know, you know of the main stand singing. Um, back in those days, it was like Jesus, <laughs> we're on to something here. Yeah, I mean, Cam, like the the, the takeaway was that I, I, the only takeaway was we were brilliant. We were back to our very, very best, as as Carl alluded to. Ginny Wanaldum's mm-hmm. importance underlined immensely. Um, a, 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 the Naby Keita emergence, a, 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 looking like the kind of player that we'd hope he'd be. Fabinho. Uh, Fabinho, tremendous, and to be honest with you, that midfield now, if if Keita can continue this forward trajectory, is exactly the midfield that we need to carry us to something if we're going to win anything, isn't it? Yeah, that midfield complements each other perfectly. the The balance of the midfield is uh, was wonderful. Um, you know, they've all got their different skill sets, and they all brought that to the game on Saturday, and it, it worked a treat. I mean, I was on the Nini Casa show afterwards, and. Uh, I've got to disagree with Carl on the man of the match. I actually said it was Bobby, but I'm going to change that again now. For me, the man of the match was actually the crowd. It was the whole, yeah. you know. Was it me? Well, just said it was me. Well, <laughs> apart from the person who didn't sing the first verse of You Never Walk. I do you think that's the only thing that let us down on the day. Yeah. 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 Just went a little yeah. bit quieter for the opening verse. Yeah. This is it. And it was very noticeable. Yeah. So I'm one thousandth of the man of the match. Yeah. And, yet, and yet everyone was going, who's that lad not singing the first verse? Yeah, That's fucking bad. Yeah, it's bang out of order, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry, Cam, you were saying. Yeah, so uh, for me, uh, I think um, something we, we discussed uh, in the previous pod was uh, the crowd has a part to play. And if we want to win this title, the crowd has to do that every game now, uh, at Anfield especially. I know generally the travelling cop is superb, but, you know, the uh, the Leicester game was, yeah, it shows you what the what the crowd can do. And don't forget, when the crowd is like that, not only does it lift lift our players, it, it puts a little bit of doubt in the opposition mind as well. It makes them think as well. It it's, it's, it can be a little bit of a intimidation in a way. And it, and why not? You know, um, I'll, I'll give you an example of that. And this is probably an age thing, but I was at the Palace game and. Um, I remember, you know, you know, when you have an unguarded thought, and I had an unguarded thought. Was I looked across to to where they were to my right, and I just thought, God, I wish they'd shut up. I thought that's, yeah. that that's just a good fan base. If you yeah. want them to shut up, they're doing the job. Yeah, imagine they yeah. have a drum, which just doesn't count. No, that's oh man. <clears throat> Let's not get into that because that's going to bring me down to one of my pet hates, which is that fucking England thing. Oh, God, that kills me. It really, really does. But it's going to sound like sour grapes on the day when Declan Rice decided to play for England instead of Ireland. So let's not get into you, you know, you mentioned him last week, Trev. I yes. Because I said that Mark Noble was, um, he did really well. He said, yeah, but you got Declan Rice next to him. I was so tempted to say, um, well, you mean the Englishman? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm glad you didn't because yeah. that, that would have rubbed me up the wrong way. Whereas yeah. today, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, he is good. Like he um, is good, though. Yeah. Can I just say about the the result that happened the next day? That's it's, what I want to talk about. Yeah. Talk yeah. To me. Well, to a certain extent, it's 
we can't do anything about what City do is completely out of Liverpool's hands. There's not a thing we can do about it. Now, we've played them twice, um, and that's it. City now should not be in the mind. It should all be about what we do whenever we play now. So our next exactly. league game, our next league game is Man United away. And it's imperative that we come away from there with three points. That's the only focus that, that we should be having is the next game and how we go about getting three points. What City do, what City do. What, providing Apparently we we're do not what allowed we... to play them now. We're not allowed to play them anymore this season in the league. That's yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think you could be right there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's first. What first one this year? Yeah, that, that you've been right on. Yeah, I'd take that. I knew it was a, after, it was a after, slight after, dig. After yeah. the feedback I got about the navigator thing last week, I, I can say that uh, many people agree with you. Have you had feedback, Carl? Oh, I've had the odd Twitter thing, you know, oh, which yeah. is weird because I'm not even on Twitter at the moment. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's a bit weird. Can, can I make a, a wider point about this, though, about Chelsea? Yeah, they're terrible away. I, th- I think they're a really strange club because about what they do, because it's the only club I've known where every manager of that probably out the last six or so has been sacked by the players. It's a really weird thing. I've never known a club whose players just stop trying because mm. they don't like the manager or they don't like the system or they don't like, you know, the fact that he carries a Labrooks pen in his pocket all the time. I hope to God he does. He just looks like he does. He looks like he does, yeah. Yeah. Um, because they did it with Marino. They didn't like him because he fell out with Hazard. They didn't like Conte, so they start stopped playing for him and started losing games. And at some point, someone like club's going to have to say, do you know what? Just just do what the manager tells you to do. I yeah. Think, I honestly think it's disgraceful. I really do. It's it's weird because the noise is coming out of the players, including the biggest star, which is Eden Hazard. Real Madrid, was, Eden Hazard, yeah. Well, that's the thing, you see. But Hazard was quoted as saying, I really like this guy. Me and him, we think the same way about football. But you wouldn't know it to look at his performances for uh, Sarri, uh, nor would you know to look at the performances of most people. And I think it's a fair point to make about that crowd is that they've basically kind of, in some ways, almost sort of downgraded in most positions. I mean, they're not as strong at centre forward. Their centre backs are not as good as they were. For some reason, their full backs are underperforming. I mean, Alonso, I guess, was always good going forward, but not so clever defending. And as Piliqueta went from being like... He was was really bad on Sunday. He was really bad. Let's give that kid his due. He's probably been... The best he's, defender in the league for he's, a couple he's fantastic. Of years. He's a fantastic. You know, so so they, they are, as you say, to 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 to, to take um, this thing uh, in put in perspective. They're a weird club, and they're having weird performances. Cam says they're shit on the road. Um, well, they lost to Bournemouth the week, you know, two weeks and ago. By, by how many? By four. So four. again, four this, is, this, this is the main thing. But then they beat Huddersfield. What? Right, but uh, five. But Cam, this five. is what this is what that was, was at home. This is what was this is what was sticking in my craw, all day Sunday, uh, all evening Sunday evening, all day Monday because I had to go into work and talk to my Manchester City supporting best mate at work. I was like, the, uh, people are buying into this nonsense. Oh, like I mean, wonderful city, blah blah blah. But there's no there's. N- and what kills me is this people like Jamie Carragher are doing it. The entire media machine is doing it. It's like they just desperately need for that to be the case. And it makes no sense. There's no perspective. Bournemouth beat them 4-0. You know, uh, beat Chelsea 4-0. I mean, Chelsea are, pretend, are are capable of being utterly shit. 
and 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 Bournemouth are capable of being very very good. And yet our three nil demolishing of them doesn't rate a jot because the other lads scored more goals. And it wouldn't matter. Uh, Carl said early on if we'd scored seven. Their goal difference now is too superior for us to be worrying about in the short term anyway. It's not a thing we should be thinking about as a factor. Well, we've been here before, haven't we? There were nine ahead at one point. We've, that, we got we've, it back. we've been here and we've had a chance where we got it back. And it's February. But, but that's the kind of thing that needs to just happen. You can't be thinking about that. At the moment, you have to write it off and say, well, if we finish level on points, we're fucked. So, as you said earlier on, Cam, um, it's not about thinking about those guys anymore. All we have to do and all we can control is 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 our games and our performances. And that starts with United. And again, the opposite side of that today is the absolute reveling and glorying in the fact that United were handed their arses by PSG last night. Um, and, and now, obviously, it's going to be a piece of piss to beat them um, when we play mm-hmm. them. I mean, this, kind of, this kind of stupid binary thinking. Are we it, playing Mbappe up front? It, yeah, but it does my head in. It does my head in. I, I, I don't understand why people can't just... There's a middle ground to walk. This is a one-off game, Carl. You've been uh, present at many of them. I've been present at many of them. I mean, what's your gut feeling about how it goes? I mean, it will assume that they have uh, all those guys that have, inverted commas, muscle injuries back. So they're starting with their top lads. Um, how do you how do you feel it goes? Um, do you feel that uh, they're set up nicely in the way that almost uh, that um, that uh, uh, Bournemouth were? Do you see Solskjaer betraying his uh, so-called principles and, and and trying to pull a Mourinho against us and 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 uh, stifle Liverpool? What way do you see that game going? Well, I think they played the same way they played against Tottenham again. They played against Arsenal, um, where they were quite compact, um, and they just tried to. Um, Solskjaer is not all about attacking. He, you know, he, he does go the other way at times. Um, I just thought it was really interesting. Like that, that, that was the first time they they played a world class team, and you could tell that they, they left holes all over the place. Um, the fullbacks on fullbacks, um, and, and you know, the, the, I mean, PSG's second goal yesterday was just unbelievable. It was just absolutely incredible. Um, so I, I think, I think, yeah, they'll they'll they'll, they'll go tight and, and they'll try and be as compact as possible. He won't play Sanchez. He he probably go with Mata um, and Matic. Um, if, if he's got any sense, he'll go for Martial uh, and Rashford. He won't play Lukaku. Um, I don't know. But the thing about the, the thing I can come back to me in my own mind about this is, if Liverpool play to the best of their ability, our ability, and they play to the best of theirs, we win. Or if we don't get beat, at least, I can't see us losing. Yeah, I, 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 and again, not Very losing. Words, obviously. Yeah, well, not losing that game, um, if we were to win the rest of them, is still enough. I mean, that's the reality, yeah. right? That is the reality. Uh, we we need to we eleven need to lose. Eleven wins and a draw. Yeah, eleven wins and a draw. I mean, and I look at these I'm guys. We've just done that or something. I look at these guys and I think it's possible. I honestly, I honestly think it's possible. I sat beside um, to my mate Al today and I looked at him. I said, "Look, no, all bullshit aside, all partisan nonsense aside, what do you reckon?" He said, "Look, I just think we're going to win. I think we're too strong. I think, I think we're just going to keep winning all our games, and I think that'll be enough." And it's hard to argue with that because that's the standard pundit. Uh, response and um, you know uh, mine might take it be a little bit more nuanced than that I don't really buy into this thing that they're going to lose any more points I don't really see if you look at their run of fixtures 
they've had their tough spell. You, do you know what I mean? They've had their tough spell. And yeah. They've come out, come out with flying colors. So I think it's, it's incredibly wh- difficult to win that number of games, though. Well, that's the truth, actually. And, and and when you look at the games they lost are ones you wouldn't expect. So that is very, very true. Absolutely. And th- th- there is the added complication that were they to get into a serious position in the Champions League, and I'm just trying to think, my, my knowledge of recent years when Liverpool aren't involved is almost, almost zero because I don't fucking care. Ch- Champions League, Manchester City, what's the furthest they've got? Have they got semis? Semis against Real Madrid. Semis, yeah. Yeah. Okay, right. So, Lost one, were they to get as far as the semi final, I think their head goes a little bit. I think if it, if, 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 even if it isn't Guardiola, I think the players' heads go a little bit. And if we're still in contention, then that could really stand to us. So, look, there's a lot of twists and turns, absolutely for sure. I mean, yeah. Your, your take on the United game, Cam, before we sort of move sideways out of all of this crack? I hate it. I know you do. I hate it myself. I'll be yeah. honest with you. I hate it myself. Um, it's it's not about what Man United uh, put on the field that day. It's about what we do. And yeah. if we bring our A game, we win. It really is as simple as that. If, if Bobby's firing like he was on Saturday, and you know we've got that fluidity back again up top, we've got that solidity in the midfield, um, and we've got as strong a defence as we can put out. I don't see how they can beat us. Um, because we are the superior team, whether you like it or not. I mean, if you look at United's uh, results, you know, under under Scholzker, seven of their wins have been against teams that are in the bottom bottom half of the table. Still got to win them. You still got to win them, but then we won those games. Yeah. We, you know, we've done it. We've won them. So the, the only games, the only game we've lost is obviously to the team that is currently top of the table. So you could, you could argue the point that uh, United should have lost to Tottenham if, if it wasn't for a David de Gea, you know, wonderful performance, um, for making a lot of really good saves. I wouldn't say any were world class, but there were some really, really good saves that day. And to be fair, United, uh, United should have lost that game. Tottenham exposed them. They just didn't finish. So um, there are weaknesses within that team. That defence of United is, is it's not a strong defence. We know that. You know, you Chris Morland and Phil Jones. Yeah, well, they didn't play last night, and you well, know, after, after God, they play Sunday. Yeah. So um, I, I like I say, as long as we bring our A game, you know, uh, Klopp would have watched that game yesterday with with. You know, eyes wide open. You know, and thought, "Wow, they if they play like that against us, yeah, if they play like that against us, we we will we will cause as much damage." I don't see how we can't. Um, not that I watched the game last night. I I wasn't interested in it. I watched about about five five minutes of it, ten minutes, and I got bored. Mm. And I switched it off. So um, you you must have enjoyed the Angle Di Maria thing, though. I've, I've seen little bits of here and there, and I, I think I think it's uh, you know I think it's poetic. Di Maria looking at the crowd and telling them to fuck off, fuck and off. that is marvelous. And that is. I've got to say, why no. not? He, well, I've, I've got to remind you why the way he left United it was absolutely disgraceful. He didn't go. He didn't go on their tour, and then PSG just announced that he just signed for them. Oh, cheers. 
Yeah, I mean, look, um, I'd love to feel sympathy for Manchester United and the way they were treated by a, a, a modern footballer, but it's happened to us far too many times for me to give a, a flying fuck. So when you see someone giving them back some, I like that one way or the other. But I get your point. It's it's it, it, it's, it's a fair point. There's nobody covering themselves in glory in that particular um no exchange but the point is you see what i like about this is everybody's looking at psg now and thinking oh god these are these are amazing and they were missing some of their best players in the night and mbappe oh my god mbappe blah 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 and yes the kid's a great great lad but i mean it's not that long ago since we were beating them in the last minute at home and we should have beaten them more comfortably uh you know i I, I know where you're going with this he's going to talk about your favorite manager in the world I I want to talk a little bit about Tommy. <laughs> I do because listen, Tommy because he fucked, he fucked up Anfield one hundred percent. He's one that, of that three two game was down to him one hundred percent. Of course it is, but he's also like he's a strange fish in in so many ways. But just from a purely football perspective, um, he absolutely won won the day uh, yesterday, and his team were just an infinitely better. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like he does have it in him for his head to go, and his head just went against Jurgen. He wasn't able for it, and it was interesting. But I mean, I would have zero fear about meeting that lot down the line, even with their fully restored lineup. I have to say, and it, it brings me around full circle. And you can chat to me, uh, Carl, if you like about Tuchel and your take on on uh, your hot take on on how he fucked up last night. But um, come out of it the far end if you do, with uh, just a brief sort of uh, idea of. Of of your take about about Bayern because there's been a lot of a lot of hot takes flying around and you have to allow that people's opinions are malleable and people's opinions can can sort of evolve um, depending on how the season's going. I think the win against Bournemouth may have changed things a little bit and and, and tweaked things a little bit. How are you feeling about going all in? For the Champions League, I know how I feel about it. you. Know how I feel about it. But just have have your has your feelings changed around that whole uh, Bayern tie at all in terms of giving it literally everything to get past and and get keep keep going in that competition? If you gave me six points against Tottenham and Man United, I'd rather take that. Would you, man? Would yeah, you? Absolutely. Okay. 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 And that's that's exactly why I started with you because I know both you and Cam are more like I want the league and, and it's more important than anything else. If it was an either or, then you'd go for the league points. If we, if we were sixth, then I, I would be playing Adam Lallana up front against United. Yes, because, yes. Because, because you, you go the thing, you go, you, 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 we, we can't compete on four levels. So, and, so, and, so, and, and, so, and the proof of that is we didn't even try. So is the corollary? Is the corollary of that that you you're really tempted to play Adam Lallana up front against um, um, no, no. Bayern Munich? No. Just, and if you ask me, not, what so I'm watching, I'm going to that game. I don't want to see Adam Lallana. <laughs> Sorry, but but Adam. if that happens, Cam, I want a selfie put on my Instagram, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just just staring at the pitch. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Maybe More? a small tear. More of your Instagram later, by the way, when we finally get finished with this football nonsense, because I want to chat to you about your Instagram, Carl. Um, but yeah, uh, the 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 the, the, the set. I've, I've got like ten. I've got ten followers. I uh, yeah, I locked my thing off. I can't be. I don't know. Uh, people are weird. Uh, Cam, the same question to you. Um, has has your has your feelings around that game changed? Given the fact that you know, should we win this game in hand? We do have that three-point cushion. It's very much in our hands. 
as you pointed out a few minutes ago. How's your, how's your, how are your feelings around this Bayern tie? I'd happily lose if we won the league. Oh God, really? Oh, not another one. Jesus, everybody. Oh, it's all about the league. Dave Hendricks started this shit on Raw, and I was like, I, I literally couldn't believe what I was hearing. I was like, mate, what? I, I like, I had to, I, I actually had to ask him to repeat it, and then the two of you started going nudging that direction. I understand. There's, there's no nudging. I'm no, rolling okay. down the hill, mate. I, yeah, I, 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 I understand what you're saying, but Mick I have got torches. Well, we're, I, I, we're I was strolling into town. I will tell you right now, if we got big ears number six, I couldn't give a fuck about anything else in the world. In the world, I love it. It's the best thing ever. It's the most beautiful, glorious trophy in the world. It means you're the best team in the world. And I just uh, I, I just want that badly. But of course, I understand. I understand. The the I need to be the best team in the world. I need to savor that again. I need to yeah, taste you, it. Yeah, 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 I get you. I get I need you. to feel it. I need to love it. I need to embrace it. I need to, oh, I need everything about it. You need I to walk around. So you need to walk around in those red. I, I, pants. I just want to spend. Yeah, exactly. I want to spend the, the next year just referring to the Liverpool and articles as the champions. The champions. Yeah. I've never, I'd yeah. never used the word Liverpool for a year. Everything yeah. No. Yeah. No. 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 Never. Never say Liverpool again. Actually, and you know what? And, and the not, other thing is, actually, quickly, the other thing is, I want, I want Liverpool to live in all those fans who hate us so much, rent free. Mm. We will be there rent free in their heads because it will kill everyone. It, it will, will destroy them. And it's, nothing is better than that. You're right, man. It's a reason in and of itself because I've never, and I, I, people will say it's a fan podcast and that we're biased. But if there's one thing that I can guarantee people is that I, I, we, between one, between the three of us, one person will raise a flag and go, yeah, come on, that's bullshit. That's very biased. Let's let's be realistic here. And every one of us can hold our hands up and say, the agenda is there. It's real. It's not made up. It's unbelievable. And it's so it's it's at such an atrocious level. And this is where I was going with it. Just Danny Mills. Before well, <laughs> Danny Mills, yeah, whatever. But when we won the Champions League in 05, I did not I I went out of my way to be respectful and, and 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 calm and enjoy it i didn't taunt anyone i didn't put i didn't uh dig at any manx who i think they won the carling there's a different mindset year. then though. but 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 well yeah but it's not that long ago man there's that different we we had been in the wilderness for a, yeah but we'd been in the wilderness for another fucking 14 this is my point yeah. we, we had one shit all right and it, it should have been a, an, an absolute crowing occasion where i was swagging around around in my red jocks like you going here i am in my red underpants fuck you <laughs> but i didn't i didn't but i'll tell you what if we do win this league i'm gonna buy a pair of red underpants just like yours man i'm gonna walk around and every mank i see i'm gonna walk up to them poke them in the chest and go ha ha ha, ha champions because i don't give a shit because oh, fuck them. totally yeah no seriously man yeah fuck them. totally I'm, I'm with you 100. percent I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be that horrible, insufferable fan. Every day, I'm gonna remind my scummy man family who the champions are. <laughs> I'm not gonna let them forget. But I, we need to win it to be able yeah. to do that. There's, there's yeah. a lot I know. There's a lot I know. Background you know, we tweeted at Christmas. 29 years. 
my mate's family, but they're all blues. And we've all had to suffer. <laughs> Brenchy, you are right there. Can't, I can't stand the yeah, I, got off. I, I, I think I was off. I don't know if I was on mute then for a second. It's getting to that point now where it's <laughs> still going. They're living in our heads rent through. Cam. We need, Cam. To, we need to repay repay them. Cam's lost, doesn't he? I think Cam's oh, Cam. Let's destroy them. I'm all up for it. Carl, we, we we could say anything about Cam here and he won't hear it. <laughs> yeah. Pearl Branchy's rambling on there, uh, Carl. But anyway, you were you were trying to tell us an anecdote there. Yeah, we're just my, my mate's um, back home. He's um, he had Christmas dinner with his um, his Everton family, and we just won the derby. And he just kept saying, uh, um, <laughs> "Any of those uh, top of the table roast potatoes going there?" <laughs> <laughs> the whole the time, <laughs> the, sli- the slightest, the slightest nod, and I'd, I'd be like, "Dan, if we won the league, honestly, it'd be um." You go, where are you going at the weekend? Called? I'm going back to the home of the champions this weekend. Yes, you know. So yes, and do you know? Do you, do you know that thing that people have been saying? And this is where I was going with Cam with it as well. And I think we've we've all kind of pretty much come to the same conclusion where people, this narrative of uh, anyone but the scouts because they will be intolerable. Well, you fucking earned it now. If we do win it, they have. Yeah, earned thanks. Yeah, like we, we I, cannot, I, I cannot wait to be part of that absolutely intoler- intolerable future for you. I really, really hope it's an option for us lads. I really do because I think um, <clears throat> if there were three lads, who would be very good at being intolerable. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I, I think we've got a right old chance. The, Look, the three, three wise monkeys. I'm having a look around uh, at uh, football-related things, and of course, because we're away on tour, because Jurgen just can't fucking sit still. He, if there's a gap, Jurgen's diving into it with his two fists, like that night as well. He went on. They went on Saturday night. Oh, they can't wait. He can't yeah. wait to get. They must the have gone straight to the airport. It's unbelievable. And you know what? The lads all seem to be into it. So all these theories about it's bad for us, blah, blah, blah. I'm not listening to that. Well, I can't afford to listen to that, whether it is true or not. But anyway, they seem to be having an absolute blast. And some of the photos coming through are absolutely fantastic. But it's not a Liverpool jolly up unless you see lads on bicycles, right? And what struck me, Cam, and I'm going to come to you on this first, because I don't know if you've ever, have you been on a bike in the last, say, 12 months? Not 12 months, but I, I was a couple, few years ago. I was quite regular on the bike. Okay, so here's the thing. I was struck by the fact that as we watched our lads, um, you know, Bobby Firmino doing stupid moves on the bike, and some of the lads are wearing the bicycle helmet. This, it's a two-part question. Part one is bicycle helmets. Oh, God, they're fucking awful. I know Carl Kalbach is going to have strong opinions on why we should wear bicycle helmets anyway, and he's right. But also, I can't. I can't. I, I can't endure them. I hate them. I absolutely hate them. And it's 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 a lifetime, uh, twenty years of 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 pissing about on my bike in the rural environs of Ireland without a, a helmet. I, I it's it's a difficult adjustment for me. So my first question is: bicycle helmets, yes or no? Uh, and then also bicycle helmets. Do you like them or not? And the second one is: what do you make of the fact that? You see Jurgen going by, you see Bobby going by, you see Sadio going by, and then all of a sudden you see Big Verge and he's just holding his helmet because fuck that. And you see, you see Mo Salah. I haven't seen it, to be honest. Bro. You see Mo Salah just going by and he can't be even fucking arsed holding his helmet. He doesn't have he's a helmet. Hair, isn't he? He's just fucking, he's just, he's just pissing along. 
he's Mo Salah, he doesn't care. So, Cam, I'll come to you first on this. First of all, the bicycle helmet thing. Don't give me a big lecture about how important they are. <laughs> do if you want. Do if you want. Uh, but also, like, do you like them? And what is, the, what, <laughs> wouldn't you think it was an absolute necessity that everyone would wear one? I don't understand it. Talk to me about this. Um, when I was biking about three or four years ago on a regular basis, uh, um, I used to go on like a mountain bike track, um, not far from the house, it's about, uh, two miles away. So, um, because it was rough terrain, it was on the side of hill, you know, it was a mixture of all sorts. I wore my bicycle helmet, like the good biker I was. Did I like wearing a bicycle helmet? Hell no. Hell yeah. no. But then yeah. the, the thought of crashing into one of those big rocks that I'm coming down or, or you know, uh, slaloming round at 40 miles an hour or whatever was, um, sort of scary prospect of, uh, hurting myself if I did go off the bike. So, you know, a bit of a old age and caution came into it. If I see my kids on the bike now, I'd make them wear a helmet. I don't want my kids hurting themselves. But as a child, like, what were helmets when we were kids? Yeah, we I know. See, all over the place. Of course. But here's the thing, right? I, I When the whole bike thing kicked off as a craze for fitness, like anyone who knows me will know I'm obsessive about going to the gym and being healthy and trying to keep in shape and all that kind of nonsense. So what I try to do is vary it occasionally. And I thought, let's let's do some road biking, right? And I was looking at it. It's a very, very fucking expensive hobby, by the way. Uh, but anyway, I did try to shape it up and I had a look and I thought I could get a second, a really good second-hand bike or maybe get a, a newish, okay one. All the clobber was adding up and all the rest of it. But I couldn't get away from the fact that at the end of the day, uh, you've got your 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 all your lycra on, you've got your cool bike and you've got this stupid looking thing. Why are they designed so badly, Cam? And I don't mean in terms of functionality. They just look so geeky. They're horrible. Why can't they be like a, a, a skateboarder helmet that comes down over your head a little bit? They just look ridiculous. I can't get my head around that part of it. Why not just buy a skateboarding helmet? Why buy the biking helmet? You see, I did think about this, and then I got into mountain biking, and I did buy a skateboarding helmet because it made me feel better about myself. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what, didn't they used to have like a um, a really small version of a biking helmet to start with back in the day that the racing bikers used to wear? It wasn't a big I heavy. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I'm sure there was like a something a lot lighter and smaller. I mean, I suppose it's all about you either want to look like a tit that protects your head, which is quite important, or... <laughs> If you know, um, or you can go out and get something that will look a bit better, but it might not protect you so much. But at least you think, well, at least I've got something there. And you see, this is exactly why it's to protect your head. It's quite quite important aside from you there. The little refrain that made me think that look, I know what Carlback's going to say. He's just going to say, "Wear a fucking helmet, you twat." That is what you're going <laughs> to say, isn't it, Carl? Well, the first thing I'm going to say is, did Kevin Keegan and superstars mean nothing to you? Um, <laughs> learn, learn hey, wait, can you, can you, hang on, hang on, hang on. At least, at least 77% of our listenership won't have a clue. Have a clue. <laughs> hey, explain well, that one. Explain well, this that. is how mad it was in the 70s. So there's a program called Superstars in the 70s. Brilliant program. Fantastic. Um, I'm actually going to start watching them on YouTube because I'm, I'm off work. So... Um, where basically stars of of that time, not people who have retired or anything like that, 
Kevin Keegan, 1976, is on Superstars, and he's in the cycling round, and he goes flying off his bike. Forget about insurance. This is Liverpool's Kevin Keegan playing in European finals, um, and he's and he's getting getting blasted all over the uh, all over the cinder track. Um, so yeah, so it can happen to him. Um, yeah, and yeah. Trev, as a as a man with certain head injuries himself, <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Dude, I'm not. I, I'm I don't not, think I, he realizes what he's talking about. I, look, hey, 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 what are you trying to say? I'm, 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 you hear I'm, that? I'm too brain damaged to understand. <laughs> I, I, I fully, I fully accept the ludicrousness of my position, Carl. I, this is this is one of those things where I, I, I remember I had a conversation right years ago. I, I actually, this is my second marriage story of the week on podcast i shared one which was like i had a Ginny one album incident uh just soon after my wedding where it was like that was close uh but also i had another thing that occurred to me very very early in my um in my in my married life back in those days it was uh i got asked just can you here just hold my handbag i'll be back in a minute and i realized Right for all my modernity, for all my uh, uh, listen, I you know I'm a man of of of, of uh, twenty whatever happened to be, I couldn't deal with holding a handbag in public. <laughs> I couldn't deal with it. I couldn't cope with it. Not in a not in a, like obviously I didn't like fucking on the side on the sidewalk and walk away, but I was like. I feel massively uncomfortable. And that's exactly, that feeling is exactly how I feel with one of those fucking cycling helmets on my head. So you can't, I, you can't hold a handbag, but you can ride around in your Enid Blyton lanes without head <laughs> protection on a bike going about 25 miles an hour. Like a twat, yes. This is what I'm saying, man. It makes no sense. I'm not trying to put logical case forward. Yeah, don't come here looking for logic. <laughs> you won't find it here. I don't, I don't have an issue with a handbag. Funnily enough, Dina. Well, uh, hey, look. I mean, uh, uh, look. Anyone who knows me will know. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm the least unreconstructed um, caveman type in the world. But I do have one or two or three little things like that. And I found that was immensely uncomfortable for me. I don't know why. Just said, uh, throw it out there. There's a photo of me holding wifey's handbag somewhere. So was and I wasn't, and I had a, I, and they, they caught it with me in really the wrong sort of angle. So it doesn't do me any favors whatsoever. But, but Cam, you're comfortable in a kimono, so you know. Yeah, yeah, you know. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm in touch, basically, Anna. Yeah. I'll tell. I, listen, this is the thing. I think I, I, that, that's the whole point. That's the only reason I actually mentioned it is that I think, like you, Brangy, I'm in touch. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think. I think. Uh, I think I wear. I wear whatever feminine aspects of my personality quite, quite clearly on my sleeve, but. That one did my head, and I couldn't deal with it anyway. Uh, bike helmets were in that vein as well. I wanted to talk to you, seeing as the lads are away. Um, they're off and they're jolly. And like I said, Jurgen, the minute there's a chance, he's out the gap. So I've been thinking, I've been, because of reasons of, of uh, fear uh, around mortality, I've been trying to knock over big skittles recently. So I went to New York and I went to London and I went to, um, I wanted to see Bruges. So I went over to stay in Ghent, which ended up being even nicer. Um, so I'm trying to head, hit off all these big places that I haven't been yet that I wanted to be. Next one on my list is Budapest. So, Carl. Been there. 
start with you. If you were to have two death, two destinations, one is where have you not been that you'd like to be, and where would you recommend to somebody else to go that is an absolute belter of a destination for holidays? Um, my friends would say Seville. Never been there, and apparently it really is just just an extraordinary place. Um, so I do want to go to Seville. Um, have you been to Rome? Yes. Not, long, not, not for long enough, though, Carl. Because there's the so much I didn't see, and yet I saw loads. Yes, it's, that's it's, exactly it's, how I feel about it. It's just fantastic. It's like you haven't finished it. Well, I feel like that about New York and London as well. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I mean, I've, been to, I've been to New York quite a few times, but um, yeah, I keep thinking, never did get up to go and see, you know. Um, I mean, I did all the Ponzi stuff. I went around looking at the bookshops on the boardwalk of Brooklyn. I did all that sort of stuff because I'm a, I'm a Ponzi writer. But, um, yeah, there's tons of stuff I haven't done in New York. I've never been to California. Um, God, there's loads. But I'm, I'm going to where, – where I'm going next is um, uh, Sicily in April. Sicily. And, yeah. and, and that, That's a present for my mum for my 50th. I love that. And where specifically? Where specifically? Um, the, not Palermo. The one down the side. Catania or something. Catania. That's right, yeah. I'm going to go in there. I mean, I'm really yeah. pleased because the airport, because the hotel looks really good. And I keep thinking, if I, I do want to leave the hotel. I do want to go and see what Sicily's like. So I think I've got 50% of it from you. That's your next destination, the place you want to go. Where's your yeah. wreck? If you, if, you, if you had to give a wreck to someone that, listen, go there, go here, someplace you've been that you just think that's just magnificent. Reykjavik. Reykjavik. Okay, like that. Like that it's, a lot. It's expensive. It's ridiculously expensive, as is parts of Norway. Um, Tromso's great as well, but um, yeah, Reykjavik was just unbelievable. Hang about, did you do one of those kind of, um, was that was that a cruise, or how did you, how did you see those places together? Oh, no, no, this is separate now. Um, I went to Tromso on my 40th, okay. and uh, never saw the sun, which is just amazing. Like um, The lightest it got was like dusk for about an hour, about noon. It went, it went up slightly dusk where it was pitch black any other, any other hour of the day. And it does weird things to your body. It's really strange. Yeah, you do really, really need to go to sleep at two o'clock in the afternoon because your body's just thinking, well, it's dark, you go to bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, even that, you've only been off for four hours. It's just mad. That fascinates me, I have to say. I, I I've, honest... I've seen the midnight sun as well. Yeah. And that's the opposite problem. You don't want to go to bed. But I, 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 I considered taking a job in Alaska as a teacher once because... I'll be honest with you, the contract was ridiculous. Like I was being paid, I would have been paid like twice what I get paid here in Ireland for a year and my accommodation free and everything like that. But I think it's because it was such a fucking miserable, miserable place to be where, again, like you say, Carl, like at certain times of the year, there is literally no sunlight and you just have to adjust. Um, I kind of regret not doing it, but my kid was too small at the time. So anyway, they didn't happen. What about you, Cam? A destination where you have been that you couldn't recommend strongly enough to anyone else and a place you'd love to go. Okay, well, uh, the place I'd recommend, and Carl, you'll love this now, seeing as you mentioned Sicily, is uh, Taramina, uh, which, is just, which is just north of uh, Catania. Okay. Uh, just past, a, it's a little village. It's on the side of a cliff, basically, and you're nice. like 500 feet up, and then you, you've got the ocean down below you. It is amazing. It's uh, I would happily, happily, it's like a medieval little village, and I would happily buy a little ice cream shop there and just retire. 
and just sell ice cream all day. And is it remote in terms of can you have access to modernity if you want, or is it properly remote? No, no, I wouldn't say it's remote, remote. It's just idyllic. It's just amazing. It's just breathtaking. So it's, it's one of those it's, you have to go- be there to appreciate. It's gorgeous, but there's Wi-Fi, is what you're saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we went in a 2013, end of 2013, and we were staying just at the, the base of Mount Etna, and um, it was we just discovered this village. You know, we just traveling around and just sort of stumbled upon it and it was just amazing i just fell in love with the place and the name name of that place again just in case people are trying to it's, take single it's taramina it's t-a-o-r-m-i-n-a can you, can, you do, can you do it in a day trip from uh from, from that place, that you, place you, which i'm staying at yeah you could probably you, yeah it's only probably about an hour from uh because we're to gonna Tampa. have a car i think so yeah 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 it's only about an hour from there if I if my okay. memory serves me correctly, so um, yeah, you definitely go and see it. You, you love it. It's, it's not a huge place. I mean, we did a we did a boat tour uh, around around there as well. We hired like a, a one of the, uh, not a, a big yacht or anything like that, and then we ended up going past uh, you know Taramina again. It was just like wow, it's amazing, lovely bay there as well. I do like a boat tour. Yes. I fucking love a boat tour. And by the yeah. way, just a little aside, I've just been to London recently, and the best thing that I did in my big touristy head, because for some reason, remarkably, um, and, you know, I've reached the age of 31, and I still hadn't been to London. <laughs> Let me just mark that one off on the wall. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the age planner. Yeah. <laughs> heat map and uh i hadn't been to london the tiny heat map. And, like and, and, and and the weirdest thing was the best thing of all the things that i did was get in a boat and go up and down the thames and go oh there's that thing oh there's that thing and there was a really nice affable young one who was given the the the, the spiel and you know she had it learned off and she was just a nice kid and she was doing her best and people are arseholes and they kept standing up and taking photographs and they weren't supposed to and she asked them not to but i found the whole thing that whole thames river cruise you, you get a lovely perspective when you're on water uh, i couldn't i couldn't recommend enough what about cam the place that you'd like to go to next oh there's so many i'd love to do southeast asia um, Japan. I've, I've done Stoke. I've uh, been very fortunate. I've <laughs> okay, yes. yeah, been very yeah. fortunate. On more than one occasion. More than one Name occasion. dropper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I'd love to do New York, California, like Carl said as well. But probably where I'd really, really want to go is uh, Buenos Aires. Yes. I just think Fucking uh, yes. Buenos Aires or Machu Picchu, Machu Picchu, however you pronounce it. I think. Yeah. That, I think something like that, those two places would be just something else. Something else. I would like to see Machu Picchu, but there's something about the way it's been so commercialized that I don't know if at this stage it's almost sanitized. Or I'd love to have seen it maybe 30 years ago. Mm. Um, but but there's something about that. I think I've seen of Buenos Aires. I love the look of it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I, think I, re- what... I recommend the Taj Mahal, by the way. Yeah, that's on my list. Honestly, man, is it is yeah, it as impressive it. as it, yeah. it, it is? It, I mean, I went there. I went there in 1980, and there was hardly any tourists there. It was, you know, I was only like 11. Yeah, yeah, and it was just like it was just 
I was a little kid and it was all it was amazing. Absolutely yeah. amazing. Do you have photos? Yes. Yes. I'll dig them out and I'll scan them and I'll I'll do something. I'll put some up somewhere. Yeah, throw us one up because uh, yeah. I mean, it, 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 it's a place obviously that it's it's one of those touchstone places that you think you should go and see. But definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm the same with Mount Rushmore actually, but the, but the, but the problem is like, what do you see next? Because it's in the middle of bloody nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what you see next, man. What you see next is you get back in your car and you keep going on your drive across America. That is the thing. That yeah, so yeah, it, it needs a bit of planning that. It does, man. It That's does. Something you've mentioned recently, Trevor, isn't it? That it is. It is, dude. Yeah, like uh, I was, I was talking in. And I said I'm not driving. You, d- yeah. Well, I, it's, it's a thing I mentioned in the Discord. It's a thing that I, I'm absolutely gonna do. And like, again, it's not to be morbid, but just occasionally, like sometimes, I, you know, people know that I, I, I it's you get a little bit worried sometimes. Yeah. You might be around that long and uh, it, for various reasons, and like he, I. That's something I want to do. And initially, what I wanted to do was buy one of those big old American boats, one of those like big Chevy uh, throwbacks, you know, a big old thing with wings and, 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 you know, not wings, but, you know, like just those, I mean, yeah. Tiles. Well, well, yeah, tiles, one of those fins. Yeah, the fins is the word. One of those gorgeous old cars uh, and, 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 you know, put the roof down and fuck off across America. Now, <laughs> that can go and fuck off. What I want is an absolutely beautiful modern SUV gas guzzler environment killer. I don't give a shit. And I want to be in it and I want to drive across the States. Um, What's happened to you, man? What's happened I, to you? You're I've not t- wearing helmets. Now you're killing the planet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're messing around with time. For God's sake! I know, man. I know. And here's the worst thing about it, right? Is in in about two three weeks, I'm going to go from having a really nice car to having a really nice newer version of my car. Instead of black leather, I'm going to have cream leather. This is what you do when you get worried that you mightn't be around that long. You just act like a dickhead. Funny enough, <laughs> I'm looking for a new car. I've sold a black uh, black car with cream leather. Funny enough, that's what I'm having, man. Yes, I'm, that's I, what I'm after as well. I can cream. It's it's uh, it's the way forward, brother. It's, it's the only way. It's Are you going a ponytail by any chance, Trevor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from his beard. Yeah, <laughs> brother. I wish. I wish I was growing a ponytail. Uh, we need the jacket. You've got the leather jacket already. Jesus. Yes, I have. Yeah. He's, we, he's we, we, we need to finish with one question because because uh, because uh, Mrs. B is waiting, she, rolling she pins is, in hand. She is. She thought I'd finished when I left the room earlier. She got all excited. I know, dude. And I, I told you, I, 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 we were out, myself and Mrs. B, and we just met each other in Ikea, and I bought her a bigger rolling pin. You're in trouble, pal. So, basically... You know, you could go off people really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to finish with a question from Liz, and then we'll get the hell out of here. Um, if you had to, in this enlightened age of ours... Um, which Liverpool player do you think would make the best Valentine for you? For you, uh, who would you go with? I would say Genie Wijnaldum because oh, he smiles all the God time. Oh my And you think you'd be doing well? You because you'd just be a nice lad. Yeah, it's just a nice, a big, nice, smiley lad. Whereas well, Van Dyke would be the exact opposite. Oh, you think he'd be a moody prick? He'd be furious constantly. 
He looks yeah. furious when he's happy. He just looks angry all the time. Actually, that's a good point. Yeah, so I like Sadio, that. Actually, even the Sadio smiles, I get a bit thinking he's going to start hurting people. I, uh, Sadio's definitely, definitely, yeah. He's, Sadio's got an edge to him. Yeah. So you've taken Ginny. I know now that this means that Brangie's going to go for the lad. The lad. I, no, he's oh, yeah. Carl, you've done me twice now. <laughs> You're not going for the ladder. Come well, on. I thought you know a bit of comedy element. Why not? But Carl's just destroying everything I'm doing today. So um, I've got to pick someone else now. Uh, you're going for. I know who you're going for. I I can tell you right now. I know who you're going for. Go on now. You're going to go for Jimmy Miller. No. Oh, you know. Okay. Go on. Uh, go you on. Get tea. You <laughs> get a nice cup of tea out of it. Uh, I was going to go Mo Salah. You're going for Mo, why? He's got a great smile, hasn't he? He's always happy. (laughs) (laughs) He's a lovely lad. He's a lovely lad with a nice smile. Yeah. And no beard. (laughs) (laughs) No, the beard's coming back. The beard will be back. Yeah, he's coming back. I've got it. I'd like to find the day after he looked like he had big stubble the day after he shaved his beard off. He did. He's, as he's, if his face went, no, we're not having this. Yeah, poor old Mo. He's got, the, he's got that fucking full downy affliction of, uh, you, you think you're getting rid of your beard, do you? Fuck you. The yeah, next yeah. day you wake up, it's like, oh, shit. There it is again. Yeah, within hours. Uh, yeah, so you're going with Mo, and your idea is that he's a smiley man. And and Carl's idea is that Ginny's a smiley man. Well, I, well, that's nice. I'm delighted for you. Um, I, I'm gonna go. I, I'm, 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 I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take a different tack. I'm gonna take a different tack. I would go with Bobby Firmino. And the reason I would say I'd like Bobby to be my Valentine is that because he's nuts. You don't know what's happening. Yeah. You could have the best night of your life, or Bobby could end up bringing you to some fucking shit box. Where you get uh, beaten up, you don't know what's going to happen. But I kind of like that mystery aspect of things. So for me, yeah, Bobby's my Valentine. We should finish up because Cam, Cam's missus is standing outside the door, <laughs> rolling pin in hand. So for the second week in a row, Cam, can you please pick a time from now on where you're not, <laughs> where you're not going to be fucking threatened? With bodily damage by your own beloved day before Valentine's Day, because it, 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 I'm, <laughs> I'm worried about you, man. Yeah, I, I'd love to get a say in the times. I really would. Ah, shit! Yeah. <laughs> the entire schedule has been fucking danced around you for the last fortnight. Nobody's buying that. I, wait, 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 wait! I never said anything about today's time. Oh, you guys wanted it early. I was happy to accommodate. French, you're a diva. Fuck off. <laughs> you know, this reminds me of Cam. And it's like, think about it. You know when you watch a match and it finishes after 90 minutes and it says plus four in the corner, plus, yeah. plus five. That's the downy caveat as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> we, we, we pick a side and then there's, there's, there's downy injury time to go on top of that. Hang on, what do you mean by that? Every time you pick a time, you pick a time, then you, go, then you say on, in, the, in the chat box, actually, that's going to give us five minutes. Yeah, okay, yeah. fine. Guaranteed every week. <laughs> Yeah, plus five. Plus five. When we start the podcast, there's a lad who turns up in the corner with a big electronic scoreboard thing with five written on it. (laughs) Down the injury time. Trev time. Yeah, Yeah. I'm the diva, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, speaking of divas, you you boys will be pissed off if I don't give you your chance to shine before the game is or the the, the day is over. So uh, we'll finish with Cam as we usually do. 
and we will we won't subject you to the jingle this week, Cam. Okay. But what we will do is we'll we'll start with Carl because I know Carl's got um one of his alternative endings, not necessarily a plug this week, but something different. No, the last few weeks or so, I've been um, preferring to talk about charities because uh, as I work for one, and I'm lucky because I work for a very big one, but there are smaller charities which should get a voice, really, so I'm going to give my time to that. Um, and this is a friend of mine works there. There's a place called Wirral Ark, which is on the Wirral, and they're a homeless charity providing support and accommodation to basically the most vulnerable people who are pushed into the margins of society, really. Um, they provide medical services accessible to all homeless people, uh, a street drinking project, activities. They renovate dinghies for, um, with homeless clients, etc. They help with addiction, mental health issues, benefits and job skills. But they need to fundraise to continue to what they do. And they run in their first event, which is a, a pizza-themed fun run at Easter, Ooh. where every runner gets a pizza. So Gag will be doing it. Uh, they get a pizza, a medal and a T-shirt. Um, and if you can go to arcpizzarun.co.uk for that, arcpizzarun.co.uk um, or you can at Will Arc on Twitter or contact my, uh, me on Twitter and I will put you in touch with them and I'm the Sensi T-H-E-C-E-N-C-I or my friend Pauline Coxie at Pauline Coxie C-O-X-Y That's Arc A-R-C yeah. A-R-K A-R-K okay cool. Yeah sorry I should have said that A-R-K okay yeah, that's, that's good so yeah, actually just, just call that out again just one more time So the web address is www.arcpizzarun.co.uk dot co dot uk uh, and they're on twitter at Wirral arc as, a, as the Wirral the place ark uh, my friend is pauline cox and she's at pauline coxy c-o-x-y but contact me if you lose any of that stuff class class and uh i just realized at this point that i forgot to talk about instagram we'll do that next week okay. and speak speaking of actually um i also forgot a question from katie which was discuss how pretty is our goalkeeper and we'll have to come back to that katie next week because it's a good point you make uh cam what about you yeah uh just a quote to finish any guy hates valentine's day even if you're in love you can't win on valentine's day if you're married you can't win on Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is like the thing you want to avoid at all costs. Jesus, that's a bit downbeat given today the fact that it's the day before that Valentine's Day. What? what, what? <laughs> and who Mrs. is Beef standing outside the room tapping their watch? I was just going to say, yeah, that's what a the brave fuck? post that. Jesus, that is grim. What? What's that from? And it, why, it, was, why? Uh, it was. It was a pleasure knowing you all. And, yeah, um, <laughs> man, that's uh, a board of woman. Yeah, and uh, um, if I don't get to see number nineteen and number six, um, <laughs> please enjoy it on my behalf. Um, I, I, the will has been written, and uh, the cat's home will get everything. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keep an eye out in Birmingham news for uh, rolling pin related deaths tomorrow. Um, yeah, but go, but go ahead. What? 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 It was Vince Vaughn. It was Vince Vaughn. Oh, used what? to go off with Jennifer. Used to go with Jennifer Aniston. Indeed. And what's the movie? Is that from? I don't. I don't I'm not sure. I uh, just found it online under Valentine's Day quotes. So, um, <laughs> I just thought, yeah, that's pretty much sums it up for us guys, doesn't it? Really. It genuinely does, in a way. Speak for yourself, Sunshine. I'm not getting involved in any of this nonsense. <laughs> I, 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 I can't say I sympathise with this. The, the, uh, the sure, sure. Just sure. Okay, okay. You, you, kid, you carry on kidding yourselves. No You're right, man. My You're girlfriend right. is a delight. I'll just like to say that. Oh, I'm delighted. I've got no why, but that saves me a card, doesn't it? Anyway, there's. There you go. That, that's my card. There you go. 
There's brains you flinching in anticipation of what may or may not happen, uh, rolling pin related wise. There's Carl going, I'm a deadly lad. Here's me telling stories about <laughs> bicycle helmets. <laughs> Fucking hell. By the way, I was about to say before we do sign off, um, you're talking about you taking a trip across America. Yeah. Um, how much do we pay for this podcast by the listeners? Well, isn't it time they did? There's a Kickstarter campaign going. It's called AI Pod Live America. And the plan <laughs> is that we drive across coast to coast, the three of us. Um, and um, In a big by- fucking car, so pay for the big oh, cars. Yeah. Funded oh, by the listener. Individual toilets. I'm not an animal. Well, um, hey, listen, dr- <laughs> a drink is coming. Yeah, four of us. Four of us. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I do because it's because guys have gone very quiet. There must be a really good cartoon on. Um, it must yeah, be, yeah, because he hasn't even interjected once today. No. Oh, he sake. has once. He has once. He did say Martial and Lingard are injured. I thought it was you. Okay, all right. I thought, I thought that was you as well, actually. Uh, well, there you go. Let's get, a, let's get a Kickstarter going. I reckon we could raise, ooh, next to my book sales, probably a very similar amount. Right, but 18 pounds 50. And when that happens, when we get that 18 pounds 50, we will absolutely throw it into a big hole set marked um, AI road trip. You may have hit on something here, Carl. Do you love the show or not? It's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a pint of Guinness each, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, that will be fucking magic. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, before we fall into a hole of... Uh, of uh, uh, typical podcast beggy nonsense let us finish and we will finish this episode of the Anfield Index podcast with me thanking you for listening uh, we try to get you on as quickly as possible after the last one because we had been a bit re- uh, remiss for a couple of weeks and we will um, endeavour to be at least one a week if not more over the next while look it's going to be a hell of a stint over the next while. You know what it is. <laughs> These Reds are brilliant. They, it's a brilliant time to support our club. It's just, it, it's exciting. It's positive. It's, it's, a, it's a thing that we haven't had, that we couldn't relate to for ages. So at least if you, if you don't want to be with AI Pro, just be with us. Be with us till the end of the season because we're not going anywhere and we're going to keep coming to you with all the nonsense that we usually do. It'll be more heavily match analysis most of the time. But sometimes, occasionally, we'll go on these flights of fancy that you had this evening and hopefully you enjoy that. And if you did, what I'd like you to do is recommend it to a mate. That's just all I'm asking. Nothing. Not, no no sign on here. No, no uh, plug here. No follow here. No nothing. Just tell someone. And if you can't tell someone, retweet. If you can't retweet, Facebook, whatever you do, social media-wise, spread the word. I'd appreciate it immensely. I've been Trev Denny. Until we speak to you again, be kind to your fellow Reds and stay safe out there. Podcast Network.